actions. The goals. The stairs. The set piece. And the debris. And it's taken! Oh, it's a wonderful set piece! Giving you the very best from the Nigerian Professional Football League. A result, not a scoreline. This is the MPFL Tori Podcast. We are live! Hello there, trust you are doing well. Welcome to another episode of the MPFL Tory Podcast. Before I go on, I want to say a very big thank you for always taking time to listen to the podcast. Um, your tweets on Twitter, your follows on Instagram and your likes. Really do appreciate every of your followership of the podcast. My name is Chris and I've got Sammy and Sam on this episode of the podcast. And let's get straight to it, guys. If you listen to the last episode of the podcast, we discussed about Lobby Stars and Eddie Dobraye. Either the club survives or he survives the season. And sadly, uh, he just got sacked after their home loss to um, Abel Warriors on March the 18th. Sammy, good to have you. Uh, it's good to be here podcast again. Um, very warm welcome. Very good to all our listeners. I mean, we said it. Uh, you, you, you brought it up. And the first thing I said was, Coaching in Nigeria, nobody by European certificates, nobody by Europe. And that's what he's come to see. That's the fact that he's come to see that, and unfortunately, the time was not enough for him. Again, he didn't have enough time. So, nobody has been going down. And then to lose at home to Abbey Wars was just a, the pick of the bunch. And sadly, he had to go. He just had to go. I mean, what, what else? It will not be expected. It's not something that we, don't, we did not expect anyway. Abbey Wars are struggling, and then you lose against Abbey Wars at home. You just have to go. Yeah, it is. That's just what it is. He just has to go after losing. And that was the second home loss in how many games? That was the second home loss, I think, throughout the season. Yeah. Consecutive um, and home it, loss. It, it's sad, sad that um, while we're clamoring for ex-internationals to come back to coach, um, the first two that came back, uh, I've not really had it nice. And um, Don Barry has joined at the list of coaches that have been is it redeployed or resigned this season. And um, we've had... Um, Coach of MFM, Shala Balogun, redeployed. You've had um, the coach of Atlant, Usman Abdallah. No, not Usman Abdallah. Azan Abdallah um, resigned. Kennedy Boboy also resigned. So we have four coaches before mid-season um, actually resigning or being sacked from their job. Um, Sam, I'm good to have two you. Coaches, two coaches in MFM, actually. Two coaches, yeah, that's true. I like on Gabriel, right? Interesting. Yeah. That makes it five. Or oh, let's say four and a half. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Asam, good to have you. Um, Rivers United are looking like they will be mid-season champions after March the 19th. Uh, good to be here. Um, it's always a pleasure joining you on the podcast as well as uh, Sami. Uh, for Rivers United and Leeds United, I think uh, this is going to look like uh, a two-horse race. I think the last time we had uh, this kind of uh, contest was probably back in 2017. I think play two and MFM at a point. I think they both yeah. fought for the title that season. And this time around, you look at uh, what Rivers are doing and what play two are doing. Both of them would end the first answer uh, with a home game. So it depends on the number of goals that they will score. Probably that will see a team edge. But as long as Rivers United beat Aqua United on Sunday, 
they would finish as uh, mid-season champions. But that's not the um, end of the season. That's just halfway through it. And um, we'll see how they will be able to uh, remain consistent by the circumstances. Well, let's hope that University and Plachi United um, can actually get their hacks together when they play their last home game for at the half of the season and get goals, um, get wins. And like Sam said, goals will matter. And um, Aqua United are chopping goals for Shama at the moment. And Plachi United are scoring goals for fun as well at the moment. So it will be interesting to see how much the 19 goes down for these two. Asami, um, this is one club that we spoke about sometimes some weeks back. Abia Warriors getting a rare away win at Lobby Stars. Uh, is it Lobby Stars that are poor or Abia Warriors just decided to come to the party? Well, it's two things actually. Uh, and it's those two things, but in the exact order that you put them, Lobby Stars were absolutely poor. I mean, they lost to... Um, play two at home. They lost away as well. Um, I can't remember. It wasn't a wiki. Yeah, they lost a wiki. Yeah, and wiki, then they yeah. lost to... And then now they lost... I think that Abiyah was fortunate to pick up... They, they did what they needed to, to pick up a maximum point. I think I need to say that because even they are not having a fantastic season. They are not far off from the job zone. And they know that they just need to keep on being consistent. I mean, just two points of the drop zone. Abiyah is a special as well. They can find themselves back in that drop zone. So I think... Um, it's more of Lobis has been terrible, really terrible on the day, and they've been having it coming for a, for a long time now. So, not especially on Abia, actually. Lobby uh, were poor. And talking about another poor team, um, Ayimba is another poor team that we have this season. Um, Finis the judge, um, it's not going right for him. I expect that he might be sacked soon, maybe before we start the second half of the season, but then. Ayimba fans were chanting Fidel Isletriku, come and coach Ayimba after that 1-1 mm -hmm. draw in Aba, Assam. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what's, what's really going on with Ayimba? We spoke about them last week. We're talking about, we're talking about them this week again. Is Ayimba going to survive these hard times they're facing at the moment? Yeah, I think they can. Uh, that's if we're going to have a mid-season break. Um, I think they really need it. Um, if we have about two weeks break, probably they'll use it to re-strategize and see how they can work on the team once again. I saw the allies of their game against um, Little United. They also created chances as usual, but um, they failed to trouble who was a goal for uh, the Peace Boys. Uh, but I see it as, uh, as not the problem of Finidi alone. Because you understand that Iyimba uh, changed a whole lot in terms of playing personnel towards uh, the start of this season. Yes. And they also changed on the technical bench as well. I think these two things that they helped them, uh, they did that at the same time. I think they were uh, building something last season with Fatah Oshaw. Then this time around, they brought in the new manager, brought in a couple of new players as well to complement uh, what they had on ground previously. But it hasn't really worked well. Um, probably there are more there is more to it than what we are seeing on the field of play. But I think um, it will take time. Um, Finidi signed a two-and-a-half-year deal with them, so I don't think they will be ready yeah. to press the panic button at this time, and knowing fully well that yeah. probably a huge compensation is waiting, is on the line for Finidi George. So they might just want to evaluate and see, okay, probably it's his first stint in Nigeria's top flight. Maybe he will come mm -hmm. around and uh, deliver the goods. But I think... Uh, it's not, it's not yet time for them to panic. Probably a few things just need to be tweaked. And don't forget, remember, they've, won, they've already won two away games this season. 
they are only just finding uh, way past their opponents at all. But I think if they can just arrest the situation and be able to uh, produce consistent results at home, definitely you'll see them back in the title conversations once again. Well, you said um, the club should not panic. Yeah, the club, the board, the management may not be panicking. But you know how football fans are this century, this time that we are, they always want their club to win. Not a club like A.M. Bada, you expect to be contending for titles, contending for Champions League sports or continental slot, as it may be, contending for the FA Cup um, Cup, um, FA Cup as well. But as it stands right now, Ayimba are not even close to all of this. And you do definitely expect fans to be happy. They will definitely come to the stadium. Instead of supporting their club 100%, they'll start booing the players, start acting irrational. Uh, you know, the reaction to some of these things isn't absolute uh, for every fan uh, or fans of the club. I should say that, for example, whether their team fails to win or not, or the wayside comes around to play well, you don't see them do uh, that kind of public um, endorsement for their opposition. Rather, they would uh, rather react badly towards the players as well as the fans, uh, make their voices known. I think the one that happened in Aba um, is, is not uh, something that uh, I would say was unexpected because Fidelis has been a man who has always come to Aba to pick points. He yeah. came there with Atlant at uh, the point in time, 1-2-0, mm, and yeah. he also drew. He didn't even he didn't, um, lose that particular game there. So it goes to show how good he's been. And they must have been saying him as well. You understand? So I think um, he's leaving out a section of the fans saying, OK, let him come and coach the club this and that. Fidelis also has his own ambitions. He's at a club whereby he's just a point of top sports and looking likely that he might win his first uh, major title in the League football. So why would he leave that kind of environment, regardless of how <laughs> enticing the contract or the offer might be from him by this time? So yeah. I just feel like it's just a, um, a mere wish from the fans. Probably they are looking at, okay, well, maybe at the end of the season, if you win or you don't win, you can just come over. But as it stands, I don't see uh, Fidelis leaving because you look at the two uh, two years that Atlant were not really favorable of the pitch. Things were not nice. But mm. his team ensured that the team finished in a respectable position. They yeah, finished true. 13 in both campaigns. Yeah. And now that he's at a club where everything is virtually stable, I think at the moment it's um, not going anywhere. And I feel the Yimba fans should just mm. get behind their manager and support him as they can. Yeah. Well, let's let's wait and see how um fans will turn out this one. If their club fails to meet up, probably a top four finish at the end of the season. But then another club that was um, walloped will be the defending champions, Aqua United. Uh, th this will be the first, I think, the first highest every loss we have on um, an home game this season for Aqua United. A three nil trashing by High Flying and Rangers International, uh, Sami. Canadian Boye left, things changed, but this particular loss against their former coach actually is a statement that Aqua United are not ready to defend their their title. They can't even defend it again. I think it's gone past them already this um, this season. And, um, it, 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 it's so unstable for Aqua United at the moment. Um, dropping points every time, being unpredictable. They win this week, next week they go on to lose. 
uh, is just too bad. I mean, that, that loss at home, remember, 3-0 was just the height of it. I mean, they've also lost 3-0 this season. I mean, they lost to play two, I think, yeah. um, two games back or two away. Yeah, that was so, way, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the way. And um, it, it just goes to show that they've also been complacent in terms of conceding goals. The game they won at Dakada before then, it was 3-2. They considered two. So that, in, in terms of defending, they have been very bad. You can't defend your title with a bad defense. And that one is certain. So even if you're not going to be scoring goals in front, you need to be able to lock up the back. But they are scoring goals sometimes and they are considering a basket full of goals, um, which, is, which is really terrible. So even as they have made changes in the managerial position, um, on the field of play, it's not going right for them. And I think um, this season is just not going to be their season. They just need to keep it tight and be as close as they can be to... Um, to, the, to those at the top of the table and maybe get themselves a spot, if possible, on the continent. If not, just remain in that respectable position. I mean, definitely something. You shouldn't be finishing anything below the top four, sincerely speaking. But the way it's going right now, nothing is even set for Aqua United anymore. And it's really bad. It's great for shambles in your fans will definitely not be happy with what's going on. But um, that's the situation they find themselves this season. The trophies are out of their hands. It's certain it's out of their hands. Well, it might be out of Aqua um, United's ants, but then it is not out of um, Rangers' ants to get on um, to get the trophy for this season. Um, how good is Abdul Maikaba? Uh, I've seen Rangers play twice this season at home. Despite the bad um, pitch they're playing on in Inewi, uh, the former home ground mm -hmm. of um, FC Fanguba, they keep they keep the ball, keep the possession, and play beautiful football. Um, one of the goals that was scored yesterday was a replica of Zinedine Zidane's goal in the Champions League years back. I think year two thousand against Bayer Leverkusen, and left uh, left volley and from outside the box, finding the back of the net. And when you look at all of that put together with how they played, um, would you think Rangers also should be in the type in the content and the contention for um the title, Sammy? Uh, well. I think you can say that um, you're unbeaten in how many games consecutively now? One, two, three, four, four games, yeah. Their last loss came, came uh, to Rivers United in a match day 14. So they've gone on to win. And I think um, slow and steady, they've gradually found their feet, um, grinding up results, picking points away from them. They picked points at Shooting Stars. And then they've gone on to win um, about two other games on the bounce. So I think uh, for them, you, we need to give credit to them for what they have done. So far, yes, they might not be one of the favorites at the moment. I mean, because the way Rivers and Peto are playing is absolutely um, phenomenal. But look at where they are on the table right now. They're they're third on the table, so yeah, you really can't take it point. away from them. Yeah, thirty-one points, and um, it looks like a lot of points away from Peto United in seventh. But at least for that third position, they've got what it takes to battle Quara United uh, and Remo Stars, who are really close to them, as well as Aqua United. I think we can still leave them in the mix to ensure that they finish in that um, top three position and they pick up uh, one of the continental slots as well, if possible. But we need to give credit to, uh, to Rangers. Um, they have steadily and um, began to climb up this season. And uh, I think we will see them in that top four position at the end of the season. They've done well. Yeah, uh, Rangers are doing well at the moment. And another person now doing well at the moment will be Governor Sheyima Kinde. Um, if there's one reason, shooting stars are actually having it uh, sweets in the MPFL this season will probably be because of that governor. Last game for Shooting Stars, um, he decided to 
unveil himself at the stadium and grace the occasion where shooting stars played um Kano Peters ended one nil in favor of shooting stars in that game and how um graceful was that occasion Sam because you were the stadium life in that particular game oh uh, well uh this is not the first time we'll be coming to watch shooting stars uh, in 2020 uh, proud to the renovation work at the stadium. Um, when we started the NNL campaign, it was against the Kitty United. I think that was the first NNL home game for Shooting Stars. He came around and promised that they are going to work on the stadium, they are going to fix it um, and make it befitting to host the games uh, at night and more games for the club. And that's what is done uh, in two years. Um, apart from the opening ceremony that they had, where they played, uh, where he also played. Don't forget, he scored the penalty. <laughs> he scored the first unofficial goal at the stadium as well. So, he's uh, got the uh, public rep, and people really love him. And I think um, he, he he also made time out to uh, show his support to the club as well as to the players. And that was what he did uh, yesterday. He came around and shared them. Uh, I think uh, it's good especially in a situation whereby we have uh, government-owned clubs, that you have a governor who is uh, so particular about the running of uh, the state club. There are some states whereby they are not using, they are not really funding their clubs adequately. You look at Atlant, they are still battling uh, issues as regards uh, payment of uh, salaries. I think I am Sunshine Stars as well. So these are some of the issues that some of these things do. Have. But for Shooting Stars, they are not having that. And I feel like um, the players as well as the management, they need to sit down and have everything and ensure that they reward the people of the state as well as the governor for all the efforts they are putting in by not going down again this season. Because it's very important. You keep seeing videos about the NL. That's why I, I call it the Agbako League. It's, it's for a reason. Because you cannot, you cannot just understand that league. You cannot understand that league. You know what I mean? A situation where you have about 40-something clubs vying for just four slots. You know how critical it is? Just 40 slots in the NPFL. And if you relegate, you know that... <laughs> so every, every now and then I keep pleading. I, that's why I keep shouting that we need to arrest this situation. We need to get to the because if you look at the teams in the APFL that are struggling at the moment, don't be surprised in the second stanza that I see them picking consistent results at all. That's the yeah. MPFL for you. So for shooting stars, first stanza you are struggling like this. Second stanza, who, who says you're not struggling? Okay? And you look at the kind of players that they, they have on card. So I feel like they need to sit down, evaluate their performances, and ensure that they remain in the top flight. I think that's what the people of the state, the fans, as well as the government, really deserve at this time. Well, um, yeah. And the uh, but then, wait, wait. Okay, Sammy. Uh, if we have um, citizens playing in the NLL, this facility that they have, don't you think it would be beautiful for the NLL? Amazing publicity, good pitch, good ambience. You're good to cover a game in that stadium for some. Shut, shut up. Go and ask them in play. Uh, they are playing uh, play an NL game at night. Go and ask them. <laughs> so, wait. 
MFM are bottom at the moment, right? <laughs> Lagos, eh? Okay. <laughs> we'll Mafo, Mafo. Uh, <laughs> well, for, for clubs like FC, if I'm worry Wolves, at the United, the Gargoyne Stars, that got relegated uh, last season, I'm very sure they'll be, they will be asking themselves, who sent us message right now in the NNL? And another another club that might be joining them soon will be MFM. Even though they stole a point from Lafia against Nasara United, um, they're still rock bottom. But definitely, they're, they're, they're closing the gap and giving themselves a chance of survival. They're going to, they are going to the win Atlanta the way next. Oh, nice. Okay, Sammy, <laughs> within Atlanta the way, then what comes next? And when you win Atlanta the way, you go, you go away from the bottom of the table at least. Yes, Atlanta is at home. It's double away games for MFM. Okay, so uh, let, let's see. Is it is this is this still possible for MFM to survive? Actually, see, nothing is impossible in the MPS so, <laughs> at the moment because if you look at the table and look at the points that these teams used to, uh, uh, just look at the bottom of the table for instance. Um, MFM last on the table. 16 points, the next yeah. person 18 three points, points yeah. the next two 19. Mm. So just three points, four points out of the world of the table, and all of them are inconsistent. It's just that MFM on their own part have been the most inconsistent. You have to say that because four look at the game against Quara now. <laughs> yes, it's very big. Four points is huge in the MFM. Yes, I know. Imagine a win against Quara instead of that rubbish display that they put. They won't be where they are at the moment. But that's what we are talking about. It's not impossible. For anybody to leave the bottom, it's not impossible for anybody to drop. Shooting stars as well are not far from it. They've gone five games without picking up a win. Runs like that in the MPFL can get you into the bottom of the table if those below you can pick up. So yeah, it's not impossible for them to get back. But um, honestly, it's, it's really going to be so so difficult and perfect for anything not to relegate this season. Well, for week 19, we'll be seeing interesting fixtures as always. Um, Rio vs United, Austin Aqua United in the South South Derby. Uh, that game definitely will be one interesting one to watch. Aqua United, um, Wooden Lions, Rivers United, um, all I call them flying antelopes or flying or what like flying fish. Let me call them that way. Um, in the MPFL this season, Plachi United also will be at home definitely. Ayumba on the road, um, MFM are on the road again. Shooting stars are on the road. Let's see what results these clubs will turn out. Shooting stars, well. we are playing at two. Oh, at sorry. Shooting stars are home. Shooting stars are home against Nasarawa United. That would be another interesting time, game we'll to watch. Go, we are going to defrog Ayumba. Okay. With a win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting stars, they get mine for the Ayumba talk. It's okay. <laughs> this like uh, balance. How we, wait, how we not go get mine? It will be 2,000 Ayumba. Begin the girl relevance. Okay. Ayumba no exist. Ah. No Okay. No problem. And now. This one is, this one is mine. Find your chest comparison. Anyway, guys, I thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast. This is what we'll draw the curtains uh, for this episode of the podcast. Many thanks to Sam and Sammy for joining me. On this episode, um, remember you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram on Twitter at MPFL Tori, on Instagram at MPFL underscore Tori, and every Monday night we have um, the match day review on Twitter space where we have fans um, talk about the performances of their clubs in the match day uh, previous to Monday. Uh, my name is Chris. Thank you so much for listening. Do have yourself a wonderful week ahead. Stay safe and God bless you.